Hello, and welcome back to Eisner Amber and Cloud Access's podcast series, where we're talking about managed security services providers. I'm your host, Kelly Cretelli, and with us today is Jerry Ravi, Eisner Amber's partner in charge of process, risk, and technology solutions, and Kevin Niku, CEO of Cloud Access. In case you missed it, our last podcast dealt with what kind of reports a client should expect to receive and what they should do with that information once they get it. Jerry and Kevin, welcome, and thanks for being here. Thank you, Kelly. Thank you. So can you share with us some MSSP before and after client stories? Sure. We had one healthcare client and uh, we had a call from the CIO that said, I really don't have any visibility into my security posture. I know I've got firewalls and routers and typical stuff, but I don't know what's going on into our environment. So we started by uh, uh, looking at the vulnerabilities and we, we did an IT asset discovery, and we also did a pen testing in that environment. And to his great surprise, uh, we found out that there were many vulnerabilities in the environment. For example, they had multiple of Microsoft patches that were not applied, so they were behind with several patches, which obviously opens, opens up a lot of security holes. Uh, he also did not, uh, he was surprised that he had so many assets that was not on his uh, radar. So he, they, uh, the, the IT team had added a new asset, servers uh, and the like, and wireless devices that obviously create additional security holes uh, that he was not uh, aware of, and those assets uh, were important to him. And finally, with the pen testing, we found out what applications were externally focused and what ports were open um, and they should, should have not been. As a result of all of this, we went back and made recommendations to um, do the patching, close the ports, um, and also add those assets that are important uh, to his uh, list of important assets. And they cleaned up the environment. And shortly after, uh, after we did all of this, he came back and he said, I feel so much more comfortable and I can sleep at night because I know we tighten up the environment that we have. You know, a very similar story that, that I have with a client in the private equity world where the two C-level executives were interested to understand the portfolio companies and they were they're smaller businesses, they're on the SMB side, and uh, they're about 20 plus companies. And in essence, uh, same thing, they didn't have any visibility as to their risk posture in terms of what was important. Did they even have any you know, personally identifiable information on their servers? So in essence, before, there was no visibility. After, lots of visibility. They're able to see, you know, again, what assets, to your point, Kevin, what assets they had, um, what data that, they, that was stored on those assets. Immediately, that put them into a different risk posture, right? So each company in that portfolio of companies may have had a different risk posture based on what we were able to identify. And that's the first thing, uh, is identify the assets and understand what you have and then start to protect. And at that point, you have to start detecting as well. And that was the other issue, that they had just basic security in place. And uh, the logs, unfortunately, would come up with lots of false positives so they didn't necessarily aggregate the data they didn't know exactly what was happening and again going back to before no visibility and then after it's okay now we're going to aggregate the logs and the firewalls the servers some of the devices that are important to us and that's what happened after uh, and they were able to bring that to a center console a central console 
to monitor. So that's that's really key when when you look at this type of um, MSSP model is, you know, you're really not just aggregating the data and saying I'm done. You're you keep looking at it all the time to make sure that you're identifying the critical events that management needs to respond to, and you're helping them respond at the same time. And that was another aspect of it. You know, so for the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NIST, uh, came up with a framework that's the prevailing framework for cybersecurity in a lot of ways, and the regulators uh, always reference it as well. So, as I mentioned, it's identify, protect, detect, respond, and recover. So companies don't necessarily feel as though, and in this situation, that company didn't necessarily feel as though they were doing all the right things in that, in that space. Actually, they didn't even know if they were. So at least they were able to look at it holistically across the portfolio of companies and now put a plan in place. And then they started to do other things like security awareness training, phishing tests, they had continuous vulnerability scans, weekly, monthly reports, and that's important. Um, so the before and after was completely different. Right, and in fact, we see this with a lot of small and medium-sized businesses that they put the firewall and router, and email security, I mean email fil filtering and web filtering in place, and they feel that they're secure. But security in general and the ability of MSSP to handle the security is far more than that. It's not enough to have firewall routers and say we've got a couple of security products in there, even if they did have those in place. How do you monitor it? How, just like you said, how do you go and look at it on a con continuously and identify any uh, potential issues there? So, I think it's uh, we most companies have to take it to the next level in this uh, new environment where hackers always find ways to uh, get in. So there has to be continuous monitoring and continuous adjustment of those security postures by putting more um, uh, the latest uh, technology and the latest uh, databases of threats. And as a matter of fact, uh, even more than that, to get to a point where artificial intelligence helps identify those threats over time. So this is a continuous battle between security um, staff and, uh, and experts and identifying what the hackers do and to protect the environment. Yeah, that's that's important. There are lots of scenarios too. The before scenario may be that a company is very static in how they look at security posture and and what they do. So they many companies, and I would say probably only forty to fifty percent of the companies uh, that are in that SMB space uh, are probably only doing a security vulnerability assessment on an annual basis versus continuous. To your point, so the before scenario is we have a static point in time vulnerability assessment that tells us, okay, we have these potential patches and issues that we need to address. But the problem is that's not continuous, right? The day after that assessment is done, it's old. So what do we do going forward? What if something was added? Things are changing so much, even in an SMB world, that we need to understand what we have. And that's, that's the issue with the visibility question that we're talking about, the before and after. It's even if a company is doing some things, you know, other than just antivirus, which is fairly trivial at this point and only covers you 40 or 50% of the way in terms of events, you don't really know what threats are out there. And the hackers are definitely spending a lot more time on the smaller businesses these days than the larger enterprises because larger enterprises are going to have more budget, more team, and they're also using MSSPs at a larger scale as well. So, But SMBs are not doing that and even mid-sized right. companies. So that's where the issue comes in before 
no visibility, maybe even a little bit of visibility with a security vulnerability assessment, but nothing compared to continuous monitoring, meaning seeing it day to day and understanding where we are. Um, that's a big that's a big piece of what I would call the before and after. The after picture needs to be continuous versus static. Right, and, and, and uh, on top of that, it has to be a cross-correlation of these events. So we're talking about uh, you know, events coming in from different security products, and we're talking about continuous monitoring. But in order to understand what's called situational awareness, to understand what's happening to the environment, we have to be able to cross-correlate this information information coming from different devices, applications, the network, the network traffic, the protocols that are being used, and cross-correlate all of that together in order to understand what's happening to the environment. In other words, we're not looking at the siloed information, security information, by going across uh, different um, security information coming from different devices, logs that we collect and cross-correlate them, we have a much better visibility as an MSSP. We have a much better visibility to what's going on, which is not really possible by looking at one set of data coming from one device. Jerry and Kevin, thanks for your expertise and this great insight. And thank you for listening to the Eisner Amber Cloud Access podcast series. In the next episode, we'll be discussing best practices in managed security services. We hope you'll join us. In the meantime, visit eisneramper.com for more information on this and a host of other topics.